This is Susanna Rantanen from Emine, and this is the Modern Employer Branding Podcast. In this episode of the Modern Employer Brand Podcast, I'm going to talk to you about candidate journey at the heart of the Modern Employer Brand. So I want to introduce you the candidate journey of the information era. I've mapped it out for us HR marketeers to guide our thinking from very short-term project mindset towards a more continuous dialogue with our ideal talent audiences. And if you just heard some uh, strange uh, strange breathing, it was my dog who was uh, breathing next to the microphone. Her name is Stella. She's often here in the studio with me. working with HR since 2002 uh, and regardless of this massive change in our operational environment obviously due to the digitalization the work of HR still continues to be highly project oriented we do recruitment as projects we do development projects we do satisfaction survey projects we have our development discussion projects we have our uh you know, we plan and execute leadership training projects and so on. The work of HR tends to be very project-oriented. And when we work with a project mindset, we work with the start date and an end date. And oftentimes, knowing that there is another project coming along soon, we try to force our projects to start and end as fast as possible. And this continues to be the way of work when the task at hand is of a temporary nature. But what comes to all HR marketing, including recruitment marketing, or the development of an employer image, as well as employer branding, this project approach fails to deliver you the most success you could achieve, even in recruitment marketing. Mainly this is because traditional marketing is broken, the uh, social media continues to be the most cost-effective means for reaching and engaging with our talent audiences. And we must steer away from this traditional ad campaign approach and embrace the social dialogue the social media was meant for. So I drew this candidate journey of the information era for you to remind you of the requirement for dialogue. And consistency and the guide you how to take this into account in all of your HR marketing efforts. And you can find the visual image of the candidate journey of the information era in the show notes article at modernemployerbrand.com slash podcast six. And you might want to click the page open to view it as I take you through it. In uh, customer marketing, they call this, or the equivalent of this, the customer journey. The idea is pretty similar. Just like the customer journey, the candidate journey also enlightens us about the fact that our ideal talents are not all in the same phase in their career journey as we might need them or expect them to be. So even if we have a need to hire, our ideal talent doesn't necessarily have a need to change their jobs. So talents have different 
you know, different phases in their career life cycles and to maximize the success of your HR marketing efforts, it's really important that you understand this and take this into account in your HR marketing activities and the content you put out there. And the simple idea of this candidate journey is to remind us that this is a journey that we want our ideal talents to share with us. So the candidate journey is a tool that helps us to remember that first we want to invite our ideal talents on this candidate journey with our company and we want eventually them to convert to you know, our recruitment leads, for example, when the time is right for them. The candidate journey of the information era has now four primary steps. First one is winning the attention. This actually precedes the actual journey. And then we have building awareness. And building awareness is about expanding our existing talent audience with our ideal talents. And this is also the development of employer image phase. And then the the third one is growing affinity. And this one is about giving our ideal talents reasons to become fond of us. And this is the actual employer branding phase. And then the final one is the calling for conversions. It's about calling for any action we need to call for. This phase is where all this marketing work will transform from being a cost into being an investment. And if we forget about this, we will, uh, you know, all we did before was merely, you know, another additional cost to our business. So this step is our payday. Before the uh, social media age, there were only three phases in this journey. So the winning of the attention phase is what makes this candidate journey the candidate journey of the information era. The information noise coming through social media has made it more and more difficult to get our uh, ideal candidates on this candidate journey with us because they don't even pay attention to us. They just can't. There's too much noise, too much you know, requests and demands for the attention. But, you know, without their attention, we will not get the best results because we can't get them on this journey with us. So this is a crucial step on the journey. How the candidate journey then impacts our HR marketing? The messages and the content will be different depending on which face you are targeting. So many businesses wrongly believe that winning attention equals to trying to, you know, push out a viral marketing campaign. But don't be fooled by this because we can't really control virals. Virals happen if they happen, but in most cases, the, uh, you know, the lucky ones where the viral actually took place, you know, they were just a huge cost because they lacked any continuity. The virals I've seen in this landscape tend to be nothing more than really a 15 minutes of fame without any plan how to convert the audience in this journey. So viral isn't a strategy. Uh, I'm just currently reading a book about social media and I was going to mention what the book name is and it just totally slipped out of my mind. But it's the social media book uh, published by uh, or done in cooperation with StoryBrand and it's uh, Claire Ortiz something is the uh, author it's a really good book and one of the opening statements that really kind of was drilled in my mind was viral marketing is not a strategy 
So let's take a look at this, uh, all, all the phases in the candidate journey of the information era. So I want to remind you that when you build your employer brand according to this modern eminent employer brand method, you are specific about who your strategically ideal talents are. You don't want to expand your talent audience you know, to cover just anyone. You want to do targeted marketing in order to get much more out of your employer branding euros or dollars or whatever currency you're using. The mindset I encourage you to adopt here is that you recognize first what makes your strategically ideal talent audience because you want to focus your efforts into them, not just to anyone. So you have to first figure out who they are. Uh, there is a cornerstone article called Who is your strategically ideal talent on my blog? So I uh, strongly recommend you to check that out to grasp the difference between any talent, a recruitment profile, and this strategically ideal talent for modern employer branding. You can find the direct link to this blog post from the show notes article at modernemployerbrand.com slash podcast six. When you're comfortable with a more targeted talent audience approach, please adopt the mindset of continuity because it's obviously paramount when we opt uh, to kick off a journey. In essence, when we do advertising on social media for our open vacancies, we call active job seekers uh, to action on this advert. We, ha- we call them to click the advert to see the job post and then we call them on the job post uh, for action to leave their application by the deadline. In modern employer branding, we're not talking about this kind of active job seekers. You continue to do recruitment marketing and recruitment campaigns to get applications. Employer branding, on the other hand, is a long game. So in employer branding, in modern employer branding, we focus on expanding our existing audience with those talents who match our business needs in about... 12 to uh, 24 to 36 months angle. We are not focusing on talents who want to change jobs today. That's recruitment audience. That is active job seekers. Employer branding is not for active job seekers. You want to expand your active job seeker audience when you do recruitment marketing by doing this employer branding. So we're focusing our efforts on talents who are pretty content with whatever they are doing right now. And uh, these are the people that we want to have in our audience one day so that the day when they do activate themselves on the job market, we will be top of their mind. So you grasp the difference between recruitment marketing and employee branding. And then the candidate journey hopefully keeps your focus on this long game and guides you to make marketing decisions which will commit your ideal talents into this journey with your business until they are ready to apply for jobs. And when this day comes, you'll be their first choice. Alrighty, ready? Let's go to phase one, winning attention. So ever since we all became our own media and started to push good, bad and ugly content online through various social media platforms, the internet has been bursting with information. And the more there is traffic on the road, the the more time-consuming it is for us to get from place A to place B. So we start to look for alternative routes. We start to leave earlier or later to avoid the traffic jams, or we look for an alternative means for transportation. The same logic works in marketing. When there is a jam, you opt for another tactic. 
When the other businesses shout, you whisper. It's easy to understand why this phase one is so important. Just think about yourself on social media or yourself as a web browser, you know, reading news or Googling something. When we are, you know, we are selective with what we pay attention to and what we want to click open. And the more there is sort of, uh, you know, options available as on, on, on a tray, the more selective we are. We all have a limited amount of time uh, to give this kind of stuff, so we are selective. We do a lot of browsing, we do a lot of skimming, scanning, scrolling, instead of really reading or really listening or really watching. We want to be sure whatever comes after the click is worth our time. Why would a total stranger want to choose your content over something else? This is a question all marketeers who want to succeed and create results think all the time, all the time. The WWW does not need any more noise, but valuable content is always welcome. You just need to make sure you know what your strategically ideal target audiences see as valuable content. This is how you will win their attention. Most people seem to think winning attention requires some show, show of a campaign, uh, you know, that, that will ideally turn viral. But as said, viral is not the strategy. It is a gift if it happens. And it happens if it happens. You or anyone who helps you with your marketing is unlikely to guarantee you a meaningful viral. There are other means, means much more out of our control to win attention and that is about being highly relevant to our targeted audiences. And to know what is relevant, we come back to understanding better our strategically ideal talent audiences. The more we understand who they are, you know, where they are in their life, what is meaningful and important to them at that, you know, stage of their life, also outside work, you know, the more we can figure out what kind of content is highly relevant to them. And you should also know that when people Google for content, they tend to Google for four specific types of content. They Google for informational content about a topic of their interest. They want to understand the, you know, the generalities, the basics about this topic. They Google for inspirational content about a topic of their interest. They want to understand how they can exploit this to their own benefit. They Google for educational content. They want to learn more about this topic. And they Google for entertaining content. They just want to give their brain a break and have fun for a bit. You will be able to win the attention of your target audiences when you first recognize who your ideal talent or target audiences are. You must segment and you must profile, but this is not the same as writing a hiring profile for, you know, open vacancy. When you write a profile for a recruitment process or recruitment purposes, you are very specific about a person, uh, what they must be like, what kind of experiences and skills they must have to match the requirements for this particular single vacancy that you want to fill in. When you profile and segment for your employer branding audience, you first learn, 
you know, you, you first need to make sense of your company business strategy because that will tell you, you know, what kind of people you will need in that 12 to 36 month time frame. You will need to figure out if there are any specific changes uh, to, you know, the skills, the competencies and the knowledge required in general for your company, you know, to what you're used to until today to be able to execute the business strategy. It's very likely that the strategic, uh, strategically ideal talent looks a bit different in you know a year's time or two years time for our businesses than what uh, you know we are hiring uh, today. This is because obviously of the changes in the operational environment, but it's also when a business grows and matures, the ideal profiles change over time, even if the actual skills remain somewhat the same. But I have to say that nowadays, even the skill sets in most professions keep changing, uh, keep updating. Uh, so you're probably looking at different profiles altogether. And this is very important to keep in mind. This is a clear difference between what you hire today and what you want to hire, you know, in a year's time, in a two years time. This is the difference between recruitment marketing and employer branding. But you are not going into details per roles. You, when you do a segmenting for employer branding, it's about, you know, you want to remain in sort of the larger sets of audiences who possess similarities uh, with what your company represents. If you're not familiar with segmenting uh, your talent audiences, uh, I also have an article for this in my blog. So you can find a direct link to the article in the show notes page of this episode. So when we do know our talent segments, we have a better understanding about what they Google about. So you can win the attention by being in their Google search results page one. This is the most significant tip I can give you for winning attention. Well, uh, there are other tricks, little tricks to improve your chances of winning their attention, such as using communication tactics that influence your audiences. Uh, Google uh, for something called principles of influence to learn more. I'll add one link uh, into the show notes article for you. Also using pictures because, you know, pictures tell more than a thousand words. Using headlines and subtitles in your written content that communicate the key messages you want your audience to grasp at least. Remember that, you know, when we uh, look for written content online, we scroll. So you want the pictures and the headlines and the subtitles to really summarize what the content is about. Uh, Another tip is uh, to steer away from all corporate jargon, difficult words and formal tone of voice on social media. That just does not do anything good for your you know, abilities to win attention. Then uh, you want to give your audiences at least four times of the immediate value against every single request you have for them. This means that for every single request, uh, a call to action uh, that is beneficial for you, you've given them four times uh, of some kind of uh, informational, inspirational, educational or entertaining content and uh, engaging with people as that is what social media is for. So winning the attention of your strategically ideal talent audiences is the first battle you must win before you are able to invite your ideal audiences on the candidate journey with your company. 
you are likely to have to win their attention a few times, probably about seven times before they start to notice you enough to become curious. So you want to win their attention until they become curious enough to start proactively paying attention to your messages. This is then when you are able to, you know, when they are actually moving on to uh, the, uh, uh, you know, step one of the actual candidate journey and the phase two of the candidate journey of the information era. So when, you know, you get them on the actual candidate journey to the growing awareness stage, your ideal candidate or your ideal talent is in the awareness zone. Growing awareness is about feeding the need to be informed, to understand more in order to figure out if this is important for me. few things about this step. Awareness is directly linked to the size of your total talent audience. So building awareness means that you are building your audience size, you're expanding your audience. So you want to make sure that whatever content you put out there to build awareness, it is targeted to your strategically ideal audiences because you don't want to put money and resources into building and expanding an audience that has a lot of people that are irrelevant to your strategic talent needs. Every company has some sort of an audience. Uh, let's call this your existing or organic audience. It has grown from the actions you have taken, whether planned or by accident, or as a, a result of your regular sales, your marketing, your communications, your recruiting, as well as any media attention your business has ever received. You want to expand this often random audience with your strategically ideal talents. So that's why... Uh, the modern employer branding is always planned, is always targeted, and is always efficiently constructed to invest whatever resources you have and you can allocate to this to deliver your business maximum value. Building awareness answers to the basic question of what is. So at this phase, you want to answer to the what if questions in all the categories connected with your talent audiences. You know, we, we, uh, we talked about being relevant. So we are talking about answering to what is questions in categories relevant to your ideal talents. There is not a, a list of categories that are relevant to any talents. It's the categories relevant to your ideal talents. It can be categories about professional life, but it's most likely always also categories in their private lives. So the better you understand and know your talent audiences or the strategically ideal audiences, you know, the more that you understand their life stages and all the sort of the needs and interests and, uh, you know, where the time goes in their life, what is important in their life right now, you get categories from those areas. Okay, so then the step two in the actual candidate journey is building affinity. So this is about employer branding, and this is specifically about building a modern employer brand. Uh, not all businesses need an employer brand. Uh, if you... Um, 
if you are already getting a lot of applications and you are very well known because you have a very strong and well known consumer brand, it might, you know, you might only want to, you know, stick to step one and expand your existing audience into your strategically ideal audiences so that your ratio between all of the people in your audience and your ideal people would be better. Uh, but you don't necessarily need to you know, focus on these emotional connections and the branding phase if you have a strong consumer brand and people have already emotionally invested in your brand. But if you don't, uh, if your business does need an employer brand, then the next step from building the awareness is to go towards the affinity step. Affinity is about arousing emotional connections between what you represent and your strategically ideal talent audiences. It is super important to understand that your audience is unlikely to fall in love with your business as such. So you will fail in this step if you expect them to want to love you as a business. Instead, you want to direct their attention to what you represent as a business, as, as an employer. So this is about your purpose of existence, your mission, what your vision may offer them, how you can make their lives better now and in the future. It's about your values, your leadership culture, how you treat each other, who works for you, who are your customers, what is the good that you do. The modern eminent employer branding method that I've developed, it storifies your strategic company culture and employee experiences into employer branding content in order to help your ideal target talents to identify themselves in your content and in your stories. Pursue their affection through mirroring themselves with your heroes or in your heroes you use in your content and in your stories. Responding to their inner needs in relation to their self-confidence and self-awareness and recognizing them as important characters in your business story. So this is the business storytelling to match talent minds with your mission part. When you manage to get here, uh, when you manage to, uh, you know, in the first step, when you were expanding your audience, you know, part of that audience will want to take this affinity step. So when you manage to get here with them, uh, you will have an audience that will become emotionally connected to what you represent to your cause as a business, how you deliver your customer promise, how you engage with people. And these people uh, will offer themselves as leads to your recruitment funnel. You are likely to hire talents that will deliver more to your business than you have expected or dreamed of. It's very possible. After years of work, I, for example, lived this true with my agency. Step three, conversing into fill in the blank. So the final step in the candidate journey of the information era is the conversion step. So you're likely to think that this equals job application. It can be, but it's not the job applications you need today. It will be the job applications for the future. But in the modern eminent employer branding strategy, there are also many other uh, employer branding objective, objectives to choose from. It all depends what your business needs. So conversions from uh, this candidate journey can be in addition to job applications for the future, for example, recruitment leads, 
uh, can be external advocates for your business, can be former employees returning to your company, can be number of or percentage of existing employees committed to your new culture or your new business strategy. If that's what uh, you you know created your employer brand uh, strategy for, it could be better applicant quality to applicant uh, application ratio. It could be employee commitment measured in the length of employment. Uh, could uh, also in B two B. It's actually often also in bad customer leads. I find in my agency that when we do this type of uh, employer branding, you know, we equally get customer leads, uh, sales leads, as we get uh, recruitment leads. And actually, we get even more customer leads from this, to be honest. One thing I have uh, myself learned from B2B marketeers is that you must ask for conversion. Content marketing, where you just give and give, you know, free advice and free inspiration, free tips, free education to audiences without ever asking anything back in return is nothing more than a cost. So you want to optimize the outcome of your efforts and all the time and resources you've put into marketing by asking for a conversion valuable to your business. But what you must understand is that in the current form, most HR marketing is solely about asking for a conversion without giving any real value to the audience. That is what the audience calls spam. So this is what the audience ends up blocking. And that is what makes your marketing on social media more and more expensive and less and less productive. So the minute your marketing offers value to your recipients first, it's no longer spam. But to know what is valuable, you have to be really curious about who is your ideal target audiences and what is valuable for them. So the final question is, how long is this candidate journey? So it is as long as it takes for your ideal talent to, you know, transition from wherever they are now on their uh, career to be willing to change jobs and then be willing to consider your business as their next preferred choice for employment. For some people, it could be months. For others, it can be years. And that is why the modern employer branding is not a project, but a journey. Thank you so much for your time and for your attention. I hope this was really valuable for you. This was the Modern Employer Branding Podcast, Episode 6. My name is Susanna Rantanen. Please connect with me on social if you want to. You can find my content details on my Modern Employer Branding blog website at www.modernemployerbrand.com. Find the show notes of this episode also on my blog at modernemployerbrand.com slash podcast 6. Until next week. Bye-bye.